0: What a debilitating feeling to be caught up in what you perceive others think of you. I've been there, you've been there, it's an awful feeling, but more often than not, our perception of what others actually think of us is not the case at all. People generally care way more about themselves and what is going on in their own lives than they even care about what you or I are doing. But for some reason that doesn't stop us from actually getting caught in this trap, in this loop of fearing what others think of our decisions, of what we're doing, of our opinions, what we say, what we do. So let me pose a question to you. What would be possible for you right now? Like, Think about that. If you could change something in your life and you could see the possibility of that change happening would you be able to move past other people's opinions of you? Think about that for a moment. Over the past few weeks, I have been kind of taking that attitude and trying to, you know, outwork it within my life. And it's taken getting honest with myself about the fact that there have been times in my life that I have actually given my power over to someone else. And that was a really, really tough realization to come to. But when I understood what was actually happening, that I was allowing their opinion to weigh more heavily than my own, well, that was a complete game changer for me. And I'm going to get into that in just a bit. So for the past few episodes, we've been going through fears that are standing in our way. The fears that are keeping you playing small, limited maybe spiraling or circling the same things over and over keeping you in indecision keeping you from pursuing your dreams or even accomplishing little small goals that you have we started the first part of the series with the fear of failure and then on the second week we went to the fear of getting it wrong and then today we're actually going to focus on what other people think. And I know this is a huge thing, it's, a, it's an enormous topic to tackle, but we're going to dive deep into it today and we're going to get to the heart so that you can really push past that obstacle. So get ready today because I'm not holding back and it's time for you to step into your power. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello, friend. I just love hanging out with you. I just want to thank you for being here. I really just feel honored that you tune in from wherever you are in the world. It is actually so interesting for me to know where people are tuning in from and there are times where I just go on lips in and I just kind of see like where are people listening from and places like ireland and india and kenya which is like so crazy to me you've got people listening from australia and new zealand and even like oh well even the usa (laughs) actually quite a few from the u.s and so i want to shout out to all my american friends but honestly it's so humbling for me to know that you tune in each and every week and i would love to connect with you and if i haven't already then make sure that we connect over on Instagram. You can find me at at the.couragecast. But also, would you do me a huge favor? If you've been listening to the show for quite some time and you're really finding some value in what we're doing here on the Courage Cast, would you share it? with a friend you know I know sometimes it's hard to like post things on social media and it feels just weird and salesy and spammy but you know what I think when friends get uh just a podcast in their text messages even and saying hey listen I listened to this podcast and it really helped me and I think it would be helpful for you too that makes a huge difference in the lives of those people who really need to hear it and it also makes a huge difference for us here at the podcast because we do want to share this information with others and I personally would love to help people take those steps in their lives to really be courageous and move forward so if you would do that I would be so grateful. Well, today is going to be super charged. I just like feel it in my bones. I'm so excited for this third part of our four part series on um, facing those fears that are standing in our way. And today I feel really passionate about what we're going to be talking about. Like I'm just actually getting really buzzed just thinking about it. So I hope you're ready because I have zero intention of holding back today. Now. We've talked about it like ad nauseum, but this year has been super, super bizarre, so crazy. And because of that, I think that many of us have kind of like toned it down a bit and we've just started playing really, really small and we're afraid to raise our expectations or afraid to make plans or accomplish our goals because we just really don't know what's going to happen. And I know for myself this year has been really revealing and I've had way more time to reflect, probably too much time to reflect if I'm honest. And that's saying a lot. So if you know me, you know I am very introspective. But this season... I felt it was just a little bit different because I felt like it was a turning point and almost like this reset for us. And it's a reset for the world, but it really depends on how you make the most of it. Like if you don't reset, if you don't take the time to actually um, get your mind right, if you don't take the time to actually recalibrate and reset, then you're not actually going to do that. So I want to encourage you that if you haven't taken aside that time really for yourself, then it's probably something that you should carve out to do at the end of the summer, I posted an episode on showing up for yourself. And I just talked all about ways that you can do that, that you can show up for yourself in tangible ways to just take care of yourself. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode if that's really what you want to do. So one of the things I've been doing personally, and one of the things I've been working through is taking my power back. I, used to think like I mean really honestly like I was hook line and sinker thinking that I was someone who really went after things like I would stand in my confidence but when I started getting really honest with myself about a year ago I started to realize that I was actually holding myself back in so many areas of my life because there was Limiting belief. There was a lot of fear, and I had let my family, my parents, the church, my peers, and you, the listeners, the audience of the Courage Cast, my clients dictate what I was doing. I know that sounds like it's a really heavy thing, but it's not like people were doing it to me. I was letting the opinions influence me way more heavily than I needed to. And the fact of the matter was, I was in my head about pretty much everything, what I should say, what I should do in my life personally, what I should be doing with my business, what I should be doing with a podcast. And, you know, I was really kind of um, ruminating all the time about, you know, what should I share on the podcast? Is this too much? Is it too little? Are people going to resonate with it? Instead of just actually getting out there and doing it, I was really, really holding myself back. And in doing so, I was giving away my power and I stopped being myself now, this is not something that happened overnight. It actually takes uh, many years to to happen and so if you feel like this is something that you're resonating with it's probably because there's been something if you backtrack and you go back into your past, you'll see that it stems from a past experience within your life and It's something that you should unpack if that's the case for you, because that's where I'm at right now. I'm unpacking where did I first allow people's opinions? What other people think really take root in my own life? This came as a huge revelation to me last summer. Uh, I've talked a little bit about this on the podcast, but I went through a really painful breakup. Now I won't get into the all the details of it, but in a nutshell, I went into the relationship wanting to put my best foot forward. Like, you know, who doesn't, who doesn't want to like appear like they have it all together. But here's the thing. I really wasn't forthcoming and honest about myself. There were a lot of things that I was holding back on. I wasn't lying or being dishonest, but I wasn't showing up with the part of me that was vulnerable and transparent, because I was afraid that he would see something he didn't like. And I wanted to just really show the put together Andrea, the, the girl that, you know, comes across in a video that's like, got her hair done and has everything, you know, just so because I didn't want someone to think that they needed to take care of me. I didn't want someone to think that, that I needed anything. And gosh, just even saying that just feels like, wow. Okay. So I was really way more insecure than I thought I was. And I was overanalyzing everything and I was just really quite fearful. And I was so afraid to be rejected that I actually projected that into the relationship. So as you can imagine, what happened? I was rejected. And it was a very painful lesson but looking back it has been one of the biggest gifts of my life because it opened my eyes to see that I had actually been doing this kind of behavior perpetuating this behavior within my life for a long time. In my personal life, with friends, with family, with people that I was in relationship with, I had done it professionally and I had done it with coaches and mentors because I just wanted them to see like the best version of me. I'm an Enneagram one and I just really wanted people to see this perfect side of me. And in subtle ways, I was looking for approval and validation from these people That's a tough one to admit. But I think that it's an important lesson for each and every one of us. And I want to kind of now turn and shift it towards you. So do you fear what others think of you? Of what you're doing, of the decisions you're making, of what you're doing in your professional life? Are you afraid to take the next step because you're afraid of what someone else is going to think of that step, of that decision, of how you're spending your time, your money, your resources? Is what you think they think of you, I know that's, let's let's go back to that, is what you think they think of you holding you back, right? at this very moment from doing something from stepping into what you need to be doing. Now, if you're saying yes to that, then I want to just let you know that you're not alone in this. And guess what else? You know what? All of us at some point in our lives have to deal with this and have to actually make a decision that we are going to be grown as adults and we are going to move on Because here's the thing, it starts oftentimes when we're kids and there are so many people who are still concerned with what their parents think of their decisions. I am raising my hand, include me on this one, and even though I'd like to say that I, you know easily make decisions and don't care what other people think of my decisions, especially my parents. I absolutely 100% do, but I have been learning that I need to take the autonomy back and then I need to step into those decisions for myself. And even if they weigh in on it and disagree that if I still want to do something, I can go ahead and do it. But that's a huge reason why people don't pursue their passions or their dreams. I have so many clients that tell me that they're they're afraid to actually move forward in taking on a new job or switching careers because they're afraid of what their parents are gonna think. And it's why they're willing to settle for jobs they hate just for financial security. And I, th- I know you probably know somebody who's done that. You probably have done it maybe yourself. But the reason why this happens is because if you look back the generations their parents did it and now they expect the same of us and it's also a cultural thing so if you look at different cultural backgrounds sometimes it can be even more complex and there can be more layers in it as well but for the most part we care what our parents think even when they're gone and it determines how we spend our time how we spend our money, how we spend our resources, how we pick our partners when we get married, where we move, the houses we buy, like so many things. Even whether or not we get a dog. I mean, let's be honest. When's the last time one of your family members weighed in on a decision you were making? Now, you may not want to admit it, but I know it's the case let's just be real with each other and further to that we end up sliding headfirst into relationships into partnerships into um, marriages that are exactly the same way so we just repeat those patterns with the people that we marry We're actually looking to uh, fix what was happening in our familial relationship, and so we pick partners that will help us fix that. I know that's a whole other topic, but the reason we do that is just our desire for approval, and we're trying to actually right some of those wrongs. Now, I know women that are trapped right now in emotionally abusive marriages because they are afraid of what people will think if they leave and that is just honestly one of the most heart-wrenching things and to talk with people who just feel like they have no other option they're so fearful of what it will look like you know the stigma around you know ending a marriage especially after many many years and and even how they might be be perceived by their church family by their community Um, the stigma around divorce is heavy so I want to say to anybody who may be in that position right now I mean it's a very complex thing but I just want to encourage you to get really really wise counsel um, just to to actually talk out why are you staying and why maybe you should leave if you're in a um, toxic relationship especially if it's abusive in any way because you shouldn't be making the decision alone and you really truly do need the support so let's go back what happens when you choose the desire of someone else a parent or a spouse or partner over your own well you have to ask yourself if you're even being true to yourself Did you lose yourself somewhere along the way in hopes of finding that validation or approval from the people that you care about most? Now, kind of back to my story, when I got honest with myself about my own fears, it was actually very telling because I had to acknowledge a very important fact, and that was that I was deferring my decisions to others for a really long time. It had been years without me really knowing it. And before the realization, I just kind of felt timid and insecure. I was afraid of making the decisions without the approval of someone else. And oftentimes, as soon as I was going to make a huge decision, I would look to a friend who would validate that decision if I was afraid to tell a family member. So I want to tell you, if you're feeling that sinking feeling right at this very moment, then it's entirely likely then you can relate to this. And trust me when I say, I know how it feels. Like I have been there. I'm talking to you about things that I've personally gone through, not just things that are hearsay. So I know if you are frustrated and stuck, what it feels like. It's actually quite maddening. And you might be in a very precarious position right now, especially with COVID, because it's had a huge impact on our lives And how we make decisions. And in no way am I saying that you need to like go from A to B right now to jump from where you are to where you want to be. But I am suggesting that you acknowledge what is happening right now in your life and start taking incremental steps forward because you have to take those small baby steps in order to move past this fear. If you're in a marriage where, or even in a partnership that you feel less than in any way, I want to encourage you to actually get a counselor and go to therapy and get honest with how you're feeling start to work through your fears, maybe the insecurities. Um, A really great book that I have read is Calling in the One by Catherine Woodward Thomas. It's just such a fantastic read. Um, Another book that she's written is called Conscious Uncoupling, if you are in this particular position. Now, If it's a parent that you are trying to win the approval of, that's a little bit of a different story. There's going to be probably some codependency there and some internal work that you need to do with it. But I'm going to tell you from experience that when you are able to disconnect from that kind of codependent relationship, the freedom that you have is just amazing. And it all starts with finding your voice, with owning how you feel the emotions that come up, and being okay with that, and knowing that how you feel is very valid. So get super honest about who you are and what you want. And if you don't know who you are and what you want, how can you really be honest about it and tell people? Because you're going to have to be okay with all the things that you're trying to hide. You have to be okay with maybe the fact that you're less imperfect, maybe that you're in debt, that perhaps you've had some things happen in your past that you just don't want people to know about. It's time to come out of the shadows and let yourself be seen. It's like allowing the person that you feel like you are on the inside to just come on out and be in alignment with your purpose and what it is that you see for yourself because you might be actually living a life that feels completely out of alignment because you are not being honest with yourself because you are fearful of what other people think of your decisions and what you're doing. So you're doing nothing and you're staying in that pattern and you're so unhappy and feeling so stuck because you're out of alignment with your purpose. Okay, so you've got to trust yourself to know what you want and that you deserve to have it. I know that that seems like a big one because a lot of women fight against this whole like deserving thing because they feel like it's selfish. You're married and your kids put everybody else before you. Let me ask you this. Why do you think you have those desires in the first place? Where do they come from? Are they God-breathed? If they are and you feel like you're in alignment with them, then why would you be holding yourself back? I think that's the biggest question that we all need to ask ourselves. Like, There are moments when it's like, okay, if I really truly believe that I am purposed for something within my life, why on the earth would I let someone's opinion or um, thought about my decision influence whether or not I am going to move towards my purpose and fulfilling that in some tangible way. And for you, you may have those fears that just keep arising within you over and over and over again. And I want to tell you, you can silence those fears and move past them so that you can actually take Those practical tangible steps towards your purpose and I think when we think about what is standing in the way of doing that it is the fear of what other people think and it is the fear of disappointing them and it is the fear that we're not going to be validated and approved in a way that we desire but we'll never get to our God-given purpose and fulfilling that if we do not actually move towards it i want to leave you with three reflective questions that you can take away and just journal and think about and really just get really honest with yourself about the first one is what would you be doing if you weren't afraid of what other people thought now this is going to require you digging a little deeper and understanding your purpose and what is that god-breathed purpose inside of you what is that when you feel like the divine has just kind of given you and positioned you for what do you feel like that is now if you weren't listening to the opinions of others and if you weren't allowing them to affect you so much what would you be doing with that purpose what would you be acting upon Okay, now maybe you want to even take it a step further and kind of write out what you would say to that person if you were to tell them, you know what, listen, I'm going to do this. This is the step I'm going to take. Now, the second one is at the core, who are you? Let's really discover who you are at the core, your values, your priorities, what makes you you. And to further that, how are you showing up? as that person in the world. The next question is what is one way that you can empower yourself today right now to actually take a step forward and move past this fear. I talked about, you know, writing that letter or writing it out, maybe it's having a conversation, maybe it's just acting upon something you know that you should do even if it's not telling anybody, but it's actually knowing that you're doing it yourself. And then the last thing that I want to leave you with is, are you ready to trust yourself enough to take your power back? Because it really all boils down to that. When you can trust your intuition, you can trust the God voice inside of you speaking to you and you understand and know what your purpose is and your value and you are just so secure in your identity, you are going to be able to take your power back and really stand empowered to do what you feel like it is that you need to do. So I hope that's been really helpful for you today. Now we are still going to be talking about one more fear that stands in your way. So you're going to want to make sure next week that you tune in for that fear. And it's another good one because it's all about taking those brave steps. It's all about actually taking a step out and what holds us back from Doing that. Now, I would love to hear from you if you are gonna take a brave step and you are gonna do something and you are going to actually implement some of these things today. So let me know. Just send me a DM or um, just send me an email. Find me on um, my website, however, you want to find me. Um, shoot up a flare. I don't know, just find me. Let me know what brave step that you're gonna take so that I can encourage you and that I can champion you in moving forward now if you really want to get serious about this and you're ready to move forward I want to encourage you let's actually have a conversation in real life let's do it over zoom let's get to the heart of what is stopping you from moving forward because I know you're positioned for something amazing that your purpose and potential are off the charts because if you're listening to this podcast then you're positioned for that but if you are circling something over and over again, you need to confront that fear and you need to move past that limiting belief and well, let's have a conversation and let's see if coaching is the right fit for you and moving you towards what it is that you believe you're supposed to be doing with your life. I offer a free 30 minute strategy call for those people who are looking to see whether or not that's for them. And so you can book that free call at andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule and let's get with it and let's do it. I'm ready to to help you move forward in your life. Friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so glad that we got this opportunity to chat today and just be together. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Gas, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.